Welcome everyone. This is a great initiative that we're trying to do for the design industry in New Zealand. Welcome to Ryan, Tana, Phoebe, Caroline, Louise, all of you guys. Uh, this is a fantastic uh, outcome. Looking forward to uh, chatting through a few questions. So let's pass the mic to uh, Caroline and see if we can't um, fire up a bit of dialogue here and uh, see where this uh, goes. The idea really is to to try to understand a little bit about the, our daily lives and what makes us tick, uh, the people we work with, the processes and uh, you know um, uh, disciplines that we try to kind of uh, deploy to be able to make the work so that you can hopefully take away a little bit of transparency and connection to the industry back into the classroom and hopefully it energizes you to kind of like maybe just think I, I warm to that or I warm to this and you know you can uh, focus on maybe um, channeling some energy in, in, into that so that, that's what we're trying to achieve. Hi. <laughs> There's a few of you. Um, so kia ora koutou. My name's uh, Caroline Pauli. I have worked at various institutions, so I'm an educator and a designer and um, just wanted to say, uh, yeah, namahi mahana to you, uh, Sam, for hosting because it's a beautiful spot. We're lucky. It's sunny. Sausages are good. Thanks. It's grand. Yeah. Thanks for hosting. Yeah, if you've had me as a teacher, you know that I love to do this and everyone hates it, but I am still just gonna do it because even though there's a ton of you, I wouldn't mind knowing who you are, to be honest. So I wouldn't mind if it's, we're on time. So um, I feel like we've got time to pass the mic around and you can, just cause it'll get you started, right? Like once you've held the mic once, you know that it feels slightly weird and it's actually strangely heavier than you thought. Um, so let's just get started, right? So what I would like to do, if you're okay with it, is if you could just please, uh, say your name and your institution and if you felt so inclined like I know at AUT City there are different pathways or specialities if you've got one of those throw us at it um, or if not if you're doing a broader course um, you could just do a you know one or two word kind of this is what I'm focusing on just so that we get a little bit of a idea about where your focus is at at the moment so okay I'm gonna do it okay well hello my name is Cyril Cyril Lim um, I'm at Unitech and I guess my main focus is UX design, um, and that's kind of the area where I'd like to pursue. Hi, I'm Melinda, um, I'm at Unitech as well, and my main focus is graphic design, and I would like to at somehow do more like non-for-profit work. That's kind of where my heart lies. My name's Tamron Roy, and I'm with Unitech, and my focus is on anyone who will take me. Um, <laughs> But um, I do have an interest in publication design and, and packaging. Hi, my name is Felix. Um, I'm from Unitem. I'm BCE third year student and I'm graduating soon. I'm so scared. And I feel like I'm interested in graphic design, UX, UI design, illustration. I'm still struggling on what the future would be, but I'm hoping to be a good designer, of course, like professional. Yeah. I'm Sienna. I work at Studio Akin with Tana. Kia ora, my name is George and I uh, work at AUT and um, I don't want to label myself <laughs> but I'm interested in language and representation. Hello, I'm Tatiana, I'm from AUT. I teach at AUT South Manukau and also at the city. Uh, I'm within the topics of uh, communication design, illustration and yeah. Hi, I'm Kate. I'm studying at MDS in my last two weeks of my final year um, and I'm studying graphic design and are really interested in going in towards um, illustrating for children's books. 
Hi, I'm Jody. I study at Media Design School where I specifically enjoy branding and creative collateral design and I major in graphic design. Um, hi guys, I'm Erica. I go to Media Design School as well, studying Bachelor of Media Design. At the moment, I really like doing graphic and motion design and I'd really like to be a creative director for music artists in the future, because what I do right now. Hi, hi everyone. My name is Sophie from MDS. Um, my interest is in graphics and illustration and painting. Hi, I'm Tom. Um, I'm also at Media Design School in the final year of the Bachelor of Media Design, majoring in graphic design. Um, uh, interested in kind of FMCG packaging and brand. Hiya, I'm Holly, also from Media Design School. Um, my major is graphic design and I really enjoy packaging, publication, but I also enjoy the strategy behind a design. Hi, I'm Nicola from AUT South Campus, and I'd say South Campus is a mix between all the pathways in the city, um, and I like packaging design, and I'm focused on UX design, I'd say. Hi, I'm Jess, I'm from AUT uh, City Campus, and I'm majoring in graphic design, and I'm pretty interested in illustration and editorial design as well. Uh, hi, my name's Lydia. I'm also from AUT City Centre. Um, I'm majoring in graphic design. Uh, I'm Oliver. I'm also from AUT uh, City Campus. Uh, majoring in um, graphic design, communication design. Um, and next year looking to go towards somewhere in the field of packaging uh, or graphic design. Hello, my name is Casey and I go to AUT South Campus. Hello. <laughs> um, and I'm studying communications design. Hello, I'm Kiana. Um, I also go to AUT South Campus and I'm studying communication design as well. And I enjoy illustration. Hi, I'm Emma just in the back. Um, I'm at AUT and I'm majoring in advertising and branding. Kia ora koutou, I'm Lauren and I'm at AUT South Campus and I'm very passionate about graphic design and social design. Hi, uh, hi I'm Leo, uh, I'm a dev at New Territory. I'm Elliot, I'm a senior designer here at Studio South. Hi, I'm Aiken, I kind of snuck in here. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just at the university of just life at the moment. Hi, I'm Paul, I run New Territory. Hey, I'm Liam, I'm a designer at Studio South. Hi, I'm Tom, I'm currently doing motion design at Studio South. Hi, I'm Mira, and I also do design at Studio South. Hi, I'm Scott, I am a team lead at UB Colleges in uh, graphic design and web, and also tutor in digital media design. Uh, hi, I'm Jonty, I'm, I'm a tutor at um, Unitech. I have to think because I've been everywhere. Um, <laughs> um, but I'm also um, a graphic designer at Index. Hi, I'm Max. Um, I do communication design, but I've got a focus in type design. Kia ora koutou. My name's William, so this is alphabetical order. Um, and, uh, I'm the discipline lead for the design department at Unitech. We're hiring. Kia ora everyone, I'm Louise Kellerman, founder and director of Design Assembly um, and I get my kicks from connecting you all. Hi everyone, I'm Amber, I, uh, I'm currently studying digital design at UB Colleges and I'm hoping to pursue a career in illustration with a little bit of tattoo artistry on the side. Hi, I'm Ekaterina and I'm from UB Colleges studying digital design. Um, getting towards user experience design and user interface design the moment and um, as a hobby focusing on illustration and procreate. Kia ora, my name's, yeah, my, my name's Kim Meek, I'm the um, year three program leader at AUT in the city. Um, 
I've got an um, interest in print culture, publication, archives and collections and visualisation. Hi everyone, um, I'm Phoebe and um, I come from a quite traditional I guess graphic design background um, and my current role is design lead at a company called Previously Unavailable. Um, it's quite a new role for me, so lots to share. Hi everyone, my name's Tana Mitchell. I am founder and partner at Studio Akin. Um, we're a small agency, but we do everything because everything is designed now. Hi everyone, I'm Ryan Marks from Marks Design. Um, I've been designing for 22 years now. And um, yeah, yeah, very salty. The grey hair, grey hair means something. Um, and yeah, good to be here. Well, well done, everybody. That was not easy. It seemed like sort of some formality that kind of uh, will be a, a, a one for the record. So let's, now that we've all introduced ourselves, uh, get in some yarns. In terms of how we might run this, um, my kind of job tonight, as far as I can see it, is just making sure that the corero keeps flowing and moves around. And if you're sitting there and you're shy and you're bursting, you've got a little question that's, you know... Yeah, be brave is all I'm going to say. Okay, so in terms of kicking it off, uh, this is always the most awkward moment, basically. So, uh, oh, I love this. Um, is any uh, any anybody going to be brave enough? I, as a reassurance, if anyone's feeling nervous, I have. Uh, thank you guys who um, emailed or posted questions on uh, the. Uh, spreadsheet that um, Louise set up. I have got backup questions in case there's, you know, sort of tumbleweed blowing past. But given the calibre of everyone who's sitting here, and I know that all these guys are perfectly, have got lots of awesome stuff to share, and I'm sure you guys have got lots of questions. So, who's going to be brave is the first question. Um, so, as a student, obviously, um, the question is always how to approach design studios. Um, our lecturers always tell us to just walk straight through the door. We always feel like we're a pain in the butt. <laughs> we don't want to walk through the door. Um, you know, and then you also hear that emails, there's just too many emails. So what, what would you say is the, just the best way for us to be seen and I guess etiquette, general etiquette? I notice don't walk through the door, um, knock first or send a notice that you're coming. Uh, some things are always happening. No, I like an email. Uh, it, 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 but let me, when I say there, yes, I receive a lot uh, on a monthly basis, but, but the good ones stand out and, and the people that come with a, a confidence and an energy in the way that they present themselves by saying li literally what they've been doing you know uh, where their skill set is and and where they think that skill set could go um, with just some personable kind of uh, you know approach to why they think that they would fit into that particular environment or culture maybe they've done some homework on some of the people that work there and they like the idea of hanging out with those people or maybe they've honed their 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 portfolio or, or their PDF or their website to like sort of be quite tailored to to you know the types of disciplines that we might do here that stands out um, I, I think a big thing really is when you engage is like passion so someone who like when, when they're talking you can really see like they're really into it you know, like um, running a studio, it's very busy. Um, you get a lot of lot of people coming through, and it's just like, how do you cut through? And it's like passion, like talk about something or um, something that you're into. That that goes a long way because I think in this industry, passion is everything. You know, if you you're really into doing it, 
and you really want to do it, that, that will take you all the way. And just persevere. Um, same, same. Don't just barge through the door. We also get a lot of emails. But I think for us, maybe it's a little bit different in that we're looking for probably always a great portfolio. You know, that's just basics. But above and beyond that, it would be about heart and honesty and character. So we want to understand, um, like, how you can complement us. We're a small team, so it's really personality-based. So we want to see who you are and what matters to you um, because I think those things are really important to us as a team. So it's kind of thinking about what the studio is and having an understanding of, you know, who they are and what they do and be really um, perceptive about that. And first of all, make sure that you think it's a right fit for you because um, every studio is different and... um, they kind of manage things differently yeah, we're all absolutely. like yeah. we're all the same yeah but for, but for us it's really about um, honesty and um, we look for creativity but that doesn't necessarily mean that um, it, you have to be slick we like we like honesty integrity and weirdness that's what I'm looking for <laughs> yeah um, I think passion is important I mean I think if I look back to when I got a job at Alt Group, like it, I mean, actually, all of my jobs have come through conversations not related to asking for a job. So, um, one of them was um, I was working on my graduate project and I was doing research, and someone put me on to Ben Corbin at Alt Group as part of my research, not trying to find a job. So, mm. I kind of got chatting, and then it wasn't until I was graduating, I was like, oh, they were actually kind of nice people. I should probably like see if they have any jobs going. But I'd already had that kind of natural introduction through just like being proactive with my project. Um, And so that's kind of happened a couple of times for me where I just like to get to know people um, and kind of get a sense of who they are and and vice versa. Like I'm always keen to catch up for a coffee um, and have people come in and kind of see the work and just kind of get to know them. and that is just through being proactive and I think I've always tried to do that in my kind of like kind of trying to navigate the industry um yeah just being like social and genuinely kind of I think to to Ryan's point because I was so passionate about my project they might have seen something in me and it's sort of trying without trying like you're just being yourself and you're just really like being involved in graphic design, motion, design, whatever you're interested in, but you're obsessed with it. And like, I think people really see that in the way that you converse and talk about design. Yeah. Can I build on that, Debbie? Because Sienna and I looked at a lot of um, your websites today as well. And I think the other thing for us is like, it really was like some of you had your photos, but that doesn't show us who you are. And I think it's really important from a community perspective because, um, you know, to understand who you are and um, what gets you out of bed in the morning. I don't mean like like writing that down, but, you know, you're not a business yet. You're a person. And I think actually showing that and what you care about is kind of probably as interesting to us as um, like your skills because, you know, we want to know who you are. Yeah, to build on that as well, like... I think part of um, being a designer is being interested in lots of things. I mean, we get all these different clients all the time. And so your interests are naturally kind of broadened from just design as well. And I think 
yeah, that's part of that getting to know, yeah. getting to know everyone. Every design project has a like a person representing like that that brief or that 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 product that they want you to contribute to. So there is a like complete social uh, psychology going on between you know generally your creative director or the person in charge of design, but there's a real art to like bringing your personality and your your confident kind of just good nature as a human to like participate in that and don't sit there sort of tired sit there keen you know that's just be keen <laughs> key thank you guys while we're maybe maybe there's another question that can kind of build on i know that you guys are all about to graduate and all about to head out into industry so there's probably some other questions around that emerging into industry so perhaps all the sort of the first year out from the real world as it's called which you know uh so yeah does anybody have any other questions in that space Yes, um, you guys all talk about good portfolio, and I'm sure everyone have the feeling that oh, what should I present it to the to the studio or the professionals? And I have the feeling that even though I'm so tempting to be a US designer, but you know, as a student, I don't actually have don't have much like project to show, so I may adding some like portfolio like graphic design, illustration. Is it a good way to like adding too much into the portfolio rather than to be more specific like one area you want to be? You know, as a young professional who's gone through school, uh, honing your craft in the short duration that you've had before you get, choose your good bits, be proud of those bits. Like don't just put everything in there, that's not needed. And you know, if you like the idea of sort of, um, putting work in that you feel best represents your current ability at this point, like maximize that, like talk about that. That's key. Uh, it's like we identify with that. Um, if you've got other interests, which you clearly uh, are interested in, but you don't feel like you've got work that's super polished or anything like that, that that's okay. Just, just say that you are like, it's quite easy to be able to like take a holistic look at like discipline and be able to funnel it into you know, all the needs of like a big busy studio. So um, yeah, I, I think just, you know, pull out the good bits. Don't, yeah, you know, maybe don't make it like two pages, but but uh, yeah, yeah, try to find the highlights, I think. Yeah. I think being quite diverse and being multi-skilled is really good. Like going into a studio, like if you're coming in as a junior, um, you would be very versatile because you, you'll be pulled all around. You just won't have one hat on, which is, you know, that, that's really important right now, I think, especially in these times. Um, probably like engaging, like um, if you really want to work somewhere, it will come through. Like uh, I remember my, my first job, I was really big on dashwood design. This is going way back. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and um, I wrote uh, Paul Dashwood a letter and I was like, um, they used to bring out this magazine um, every two months. It was like publication land and um, they would do these um, showcases and, and they were incredible and I was trying to collect the books, like I actually collected them and um, I spoke about the work and uh, how amazing it was, like, like it was incredible, like it was corporate work, they had these designs of the time, they had um, uh, some really good designers and it was just a real buzz, there was a real energy and really wanted to be a part of that and just explaining that to him, he was like, yeah, you're one of our people. Um, you know, like I, I get that and it, it worked out, you know, like that, that was really passion coming through and just being a nerd. 
being a nerd's really good. I think these guys have pretty much covered it. The only thing I would add is if there's something that you're interested in and it's not strong in your portfolio, just keep working on that. Like keep playing it, keep thinking about it. Um, all you need is like a, the smallest opportunity to make that stronger. So um, as soon as school finishes, just keep going because you have to. Yeah, um, echoing all of this. Um, the other thing, and this is probably not every studio, but I... The nature of like university work, a lot of it is about kind of process and like workings and things. And I, I'm personally not afraid of like seeing that stuff like in the portfolio or at least like a body of work. So for me, it's not about the amount of like um, projects, but it's about like, you know, especially your final year project. Like, is it like a body of work? Like, can I see depth? Um, can I see kind of your yeah, interest and depth and in interrogation? Because for me, I just want to work with people who want to interrogate a subject as much as I do. Um, and for me, um, yeah, like your final publication or website might be quite polished, but like I like to see that body of work that kind of backs up your thinking and exploration. And um, and it doesn't need to be like pages of process, but it might just be like, I don't know, for some of the third year projects, you create like a project document or a process book and you can actually design your process really beautifully too, or at least in a way that people can digest it. And I think as a young designer, like you're not going to have a whole bunch of polished work. And so you've just got to, you've got to embrace what you've got um, in the best way possible. If you can explain something and get lost in it, you know, like you're just buzzing and you're just like, whoa, I've got this crazy idea. It doesn't really make sense, but you, you know, it is cool. Yeah, I, I believe in it and everyone else will feel that and just be like, yeah. I was just asking a general question about your practice. Um, Phoebe, uh, what would you say would be one of your projects that have been the highlight of your kind of design practice so far and why? Compared to these guys, I'm still pretty fresh. Um, and I think that probably my career highlight is like, I feel like, and let's know, this is like me, I have work to do. Um, um, and I probably, I feel like my career highlight's probably still to come. But more so, like, I guess I haven't really thought of it in that way. Like, I think each project comes with like really unique experiences and I feel like I'm personally just like building on each project, each client, each, and just taking it as um, a life experience. Um, a lot of work I've done over the past four years, a lot of it hasn't even been published or it's like confidential or something. And so kind of showcasing some of that stuff is tricky. But for me, I have so many rich experiences from, you know, traveling to the Middle East, doing photo shoots in like, like the desert, um, so I guess that's a career highlight, um, but quite like exhausting. Um, and then to be honest, like my graduate project years ago, like it, it actually both, cause I did postgrad as well, but they both kind of like launched me into kind of um, the industry in kind of unique ways. Um, cause I went back to uni after working over in New York and that was such an interesting highlight for me because I kind of went back having had experience and kind of approached it um, in, a, in a different way. So I think my graduate, my second graduate project was a highlight. And then, yeah, working overseas in Abu Dhabi last year and, um, and then, yeah, TBC, still to come. Any of you or all of you um, in the industry, my main question is uh, what do you define as success in this industry as a whole? and um, maybe an example of somebody you know or yourself and what you 
feel has been the most successful part of working um, as a designer. I know. I think for me, success is that joyful moment when as a team you're vibing on what you're doing and the client loves it and it's um, feels like it lacks compromise for any reason and it's a rare kind of moment like there's lots of moments when your team is vibing because but you know then it gets kind of slowly eaten away into something else but like that those special moments where everybody's kind of like really aligned and you're really enjoying um what you're doing so it's success isn't for me personally um awards or anything like that or or recognition it's really that that perfect moment when everybody's working together so wonderfully and you just get that kind of energy from knowing that you are doing something really great i would say the same like it's different different chapters though like like when you're starting out you know you want to do some really good work and then you, you know get out into the world and you learn from that um and, and then you kind of grow and and things change a lot more i think the biggest thing is working out how your mind works actually because o- over that time you'll be working on projects you'll learn from one you'll learn from another one and um i think you tend to figure out your wiring a little bit more um but as time goes on i think working as a team like the energy is huge it is massive and um uh, for me now, it's actually seeing younger people grow and actually develop is is massive. Like, um, it's not about me, you know, it's all about a team. And if you can get everyone working really well together, it's a beautiful thing. It's really cool. Success for, for, for me is things like this. This is very successful. It's um, connection, you know, like the... European design uh, legacy, well, history is very established. You know, there's so much fantastic design in Europe and Scandinavia, and that's been established and running for a very long time. You know, right back to you know, so long ago, and especially boomed in the kind of 50s and 60s, and with us with the Swiss movements and things like that. So, um, you know, and I harp back to that stuff like all the time. I <clears throat> try to bring those fundamental core principles of design out in my culture here. Which kind of leads me to my second point, which is culture. I love it. You know, hanging out with people, cracking jokes, you know, finding like ways to like kind of like entertain the narrative of what's trying to be, you know, applied or, or achieved. Super successful. And then lastly would probably be like, you know, building a legacy as like young people in, in or young and old and really fresh, whatever. We're contributing to New Zealand graphic design, like right, like right now, you know, which is... Which is uh, exciting, you know, and I feel like, you know, look at all these studios and like the peep, the, the work that's coming out. If you look at the awards panels and you look at the people that have set the, the, the platform for design in this country, you, we're contributing to that now. And it's the levels got really high. So um, and the levels getting higher every day around the world and we're participating in that. So I feel like New Zealand is super on the map with with design so um we can all be super proud of that so that's success so success for me personally is firstly being happy like and i know that sounds so simple and probably lame but actually you know i think you can get so bogged down or you can work until midnight and actually you might be doing good work but like not being happy is a real issue and especially when you are growing a team and they're not happy and that stuff is like a domino effect. So for me personally, success is like being happy and 
my role and what I'm doing and making sure the people around me are as well. And then success in design, like I think it's it's awesome through awards to have kind of affirmation and from your peers and recognition. But at the end of the day, like success for our clients and our businesses, like that, that's really exciting. I mean, I'm kind of working in a new space with entrepreneurs and um, startups, kind of launching new products and um, for them to raise like couple of million in capital like from like you doing a brand is like quite cool and like I probably haven't experienced that that much like seeing it firsthand and so I think good design is successful in kind of a business sense I think is um, probably how I just define yeah success from a studio work kind of perspective. Success is so many things you see it's like when you design something that's for no one but just for you and you just think it's great and that's fine Mm. also because that is also success because actually fundamentally it's like your perspective on what's successful Mm. it's really about you guys finding what that means for for you Mm. because you can see that we've all had quite different responses to that question that was an awesome question thanks amber you talked about like vibing on like a project and the environment and loving it what if you get a project that you just don't vibe with? <laughs> like how do you find creativity in something that you might not? Every job's opportunity. You can find something in everything. Like if, if it's like um, a terrible brief, you, you know, it's what you make it. It's actually up to you to what you do with it. Um, it's more of an attitude when it comes down to it. Like you can do something just totally weird and off the map, you know, it's up to you really. Like um, a lot of the times we all want to work on the, the great briefs like the real awesome work but it, you probably want to work on something broken it's a bigger problem to solve I think like rather than you know the holy grail you know so I think yeah it's the attitude and building on that um absolutely like some of the hardest projects can be the most successful but like Phoebe said not for the reasons that um you know like of glamour and glory <laughs> but because you know you actually manage to produce something that's beautifully crafted and fits the brief and it's successful in market you might not particularly vibe with the client but you're going to find that thing in there because I don't know I assume as designers all of you are kind of like hopeless optimists because otherwise you wouldn't be doing this like <laughs> when you start you're like yeah it can be all of these things and and like um my business partner emma is amazing at this so like she will just stay like a dog with a bone to the very end when no one else is hanging on and she will like no it can be good yeah. you know and and that that yeah. that is an amazing kind of characteristic that you can actually just go no i will not compromise on this and just go back again and again and again and again. And it, that might be success in another way, but there's a satisfaction and a pride in that. So pride is like another really important factor to make sure that nothing that leaves the studio, regardless of how, you know, middle of the road or boring mm. it might be perceived to be, is beautifully crafted, um, hits the market properly, and um, is a success for your clients. Just building on all of that, because I think to Ryan's point, like there is opportunity in everything, and it might not always be from like an aesthetic point of view. So there can be opportunities to create new business models. There can be opportunities to create a new product. Like you might not always get the visual brand stuff straight away, but like I think if sometimes it's letting go of 
the things that you're closest to and just kind of chipping away, building a relationship with a client and then you can get the juicy stuff at some point. Um, and so I think it's all about like building relationships and um, find you find those opportunities on the journey with them because you have to think like a lot of clients like they don't have any background in design or the process and so you're just you're taking them on a journey and like opportunities can come from places that you don't see but it's not always like aesthetic opportunities. How would you describe um, like styles and trends kind of factoring into your design practice or studio culture and do you think like kind of platforms like Behance and Pinterest like kind of contribute or stagnate the design industry? Design is fashion, right? So you've got to be across fashion, like trend is important. And I think that anyone um, that ignores trend is like ignoring it at their own risk because like that's part of what we do. We ascertain cultural nuance and fashion and trend and we interpret it for our clients and we have to be across that. But it's only one part of it. Like, it's not the only thing because that's just like um, an aesthetic moment in time that you need to be able to analyse really quickly and clearly and understand where it's going, where it's come from and who it's for. So that's a really important component. Like, I don't care where you get that information. If you're walking down Kerry Road and you're taking photos of people or if it's online, online is a very reliable resource. And I think that you should be on there and you should be checking out these things. Like, I think actually all of that kind of like, don't be on Pinterest, don't be online. That's just nonsense. You need to know what's going on and you need to be across it and you need to have an opinion about it more importantly. So um, it's not about going, oh, this is trending and um, I think it's beautiful, so I'm gonna do that too. It's like, well, that's happening, so I'm not gonna do that. So it's really important to be across it, to be aware and respond to it. And, um, but then you've also got, at the other side of the spectrum, you've got your strategy and you've got your, um, your, you've got your brief and you've got what you're trying to do and you've got your audience. So there are all of these elements that plug into the final result. And that's just one of them. And that's what you've got to remember. It's, it's important. It really is. Um, but put it in its place and make sure that it's balanced with the other things. Uh, I totally get what you're saying, like there's a lot of um, very trendy design out there. It's probably stepping back and it's more like strategy um, taking play, like say if you're creating a product, um, understand what other people are communicating um, and how you can be different to stand out, like um, it's more about the context of what you're working on, um, which might be appropriate and the best way to convey it, I I think. but. if you take a level of like that is looks really good and is very on trend, everyone else is probably doing it. You're probably better to look at an idea, like be more idea driven and with a um, lens over top, like of the way you execute it, because you'll create something more interesting. I think, yeah, style could just be a lens. It doesn't, you know, but it's better if it's got an idea attached to it. Hundred percent agree with like finding a like you know, a purpose for putting something on the page, not just like embellishing it for the sake of embellishing it. Get it off there if it's just there hanging around. Um, I definitely love finding an idea that represents a response to like an objective in the brief or is like, you know, that entertaining that narrative or styling that narrative. And, you know, like 
this is cool work you know you can like Hannah said you know it's relatable to so many facets of like lifestyle on so many social levels like you can be really stylish and cool in fashion you can be super stylish and cool in food architecture art like there's so many amazing ways to kind of use your sensibilities to identify what's like trending in so many different things I, I try to push a, 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 a you know um, a process here where we take a holistic look at um, all things that make up like a, I guess a, 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 an application that could maybe style that narrative. And if it's, I'd, I'd try not to like make it all design. I try to find other ways of figuring out mood that could appro be appropriate for this particular idea or brief and then put it together and, you know, chuck it all on in the start because that's quite fun and then peel it back. <laughs> I think echoing like, Tana's comments around like knowing the landscape or the trend landscape is interesting because we generally go through what we call like a benchmarking process which is not just like um, aesthetic like aesthetically it's like business wise so we look at like what other businesses are doing in the same sector and that's part of that whole like knowing the landscape of a job and, and then you go through the visual kind of landscape and where you think you know your client sits on like a spectrum. Um, a br brief comes in someone's got a business objective which you need to understand which is they're trying to do something right and um, if you don't understand that and apply um, a style or something to it you're already lost lost the plot it's not going to work um, so it's really starting there it's stepping back which really comes to strategy but not like strategy like you know like a hundred page document but just understanding probably uh, just one word per page yeah, yeah totally totally I, I think that's important and that keeps keeps you true and quite real I guess I wanted to know what inspires you guys because for me or I think a lot of us as students we look at uh, people in the industry's work and we go that's so cool I want to do that and I guess that's what inspires well that inspires me I look at things you know out on the street or online I go that is so cool I want to be able to do that so I'm wondering what inspires you guys for me I'm inspired by um, firstly like things out I mean I love design but I'm interested in art a lot and that's mostly through my fiance because he's obsessed with art and he's kind of got me into it um, and so I think yeah visual uh, visually pleasing and concept driven things like outside of like graphic design um, books <laughs> a lot um, that's graphic design um, and also just um, like my peers I guess I think talking to other designers and artists and curators and creators um, inspires me and then like I run half marathons and so I actually like for me like <laughs> I'm inspired by like athletes um, because it's kind of um, just that mental capacity to like finish something um, and kind of go on a journey um, and kind of really kind of do it tough like and so for me it's like that mental I'm inspired by people that have that kind of like mental strength to kind of like pursue an idea or pursue like a goal. Weirdly this is quite a hard question um, because I think like inspiration comes from so many places and um, like when you're in the world you're always gleaning um, information and ideas and concepts and every conversation or every um, everyone's outfit or every building you see or a, 
a sentence in a in a book mm-hmm. or just a like an empty space where a thought might pop in. But I think when I talk about it in a studio perspective, like it's really talking and that kind of like acceleration of nonsense, I think I can call it, where you um, you start with a breath and then you kind of, it's almost like you goad each other into um, like the the kind of extremities or the corners of an idea and it builds and morphs from there. So I think like once again, it's kind of um, having that kind of um, like that wonderful connection with people that that you can go on a journey with, um, but also making sure that you've got lots of things to bring to the table. And um, like we're quite fond of um, like breaking things, I guess would be the best way to put it, to see um, what's in the corners and behind the thing so that then you can rebuild it in a different way. Because I think when you've been doing it as long as we have, Ryan, <laughs> that you have to you have to be you have to be really cognizant of finding new ways and methodologies to relook at the world anew, and especially at a moment in time like now with COVID, when we can't travel and you can't have external kind of influences, you um, have to kind of like look at the minute of life in a different way, and you kind of have to have a constant outside in view. So you can't look at the world like other people. You have to look at the world as a resource. I think just getting inspiration from everywhere. I think the biggest thing you want people to look at the work and feel something. Um, like overall, if it's from music or if it's from art or anything, like if someone can look at something and feel uncomfortable or like feel feel something in general, it's it's usually good. You, you know, like rather than just something that is just like oh that's nice. That that that, that doesn't work, right? Like like if you can feel something with depth. I've heard some wonderful shit here. This sounds. <laughs> I'm inspired now, but but no, no, like I, I'm I'm just a full nutter, so I like j- just getting nutty. Like is quite inspiring for me. Like trying to like be as weird and get a bit like where the guys are like, what are you up to? I like that zone because it's like you're generally in those types of environments starting to actually crack something new, and that's what I really like when you can start to see something that's. Fr- you know forming in front of you that you haven't seen before because it's like a bit nutty and it's a bit weird and that's inspiring i mean yeah my kid cracks me up every day he's inspiring um and you know relationships with your friends and that whole social thing our human conversations are inspiring you know like um you know if you couldn't talk shit it would be boring so and you know this is a talking game you know they're using these tools that's a little part of it you know yarning is 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 inspiring i love tana's like um analogy of like the world as a resource because as designers you do kind of have a le- like a different kind of lens and i do think when you're working on different projects too i find that that lens changes ever so slightly like if you're working on yeah. like a food project or if you're working on like an archive project or if you're working on a small business or i don't know you're just your lens of the world kind of evolves and molds depending on what you're working on and i think that's such a cool thing as designers that we get to be obsessed with so many different kind of subjects or like be involved in different industries so that whole like lens on the world 
as a resource is cool. That's like the best thing about design is that it's about other things, basically. You know, constantly, which is like, that's why it's fun. That's why you don't get bored after how many years of it. One thing that I'm always conscious of for students is that uh, for the last couple of years, people like me and Will and Jonty have been writing your briefs and um, then you're actually going to hit some clients and they'll be slightly different. So I was wondering if anyone had any questions around client relationships or client building or briefs or anything like that. Um, so you mentioned briefs and how you've written a lot of them for us. So I know at Media Design School we're you know, usually given a brief where there's certain like requirements you have to follow, but there's also in terms you can kind of step out into your own box because obviously every student has different outcomes. What's it like um, kind of transitioning from a university? We've got briefs like that. How are the briefs different to when you go and you've got clients who want something and that's all they want? You're not allowed to step out of that box. What's that like? look I haven't been into school lately um, and understood what the time frames are associated to some of the briefs but I think they're generous uh, in, in, in being able to respond to like deliver the solution so you know one thing I can tell you is that the t- it's not generous in an environment like this it's tight so you know you, you, like speed is something I talk about all the time you know like um, yeah, I'm energy's key because it takes that to, to and you don't have that energy doesn't have to be like that. you're the guy that sprints down the road you've just got to be the mind that can see the end like milestone and know how to use your intelligence to get there and that's normally you know um, successful by not getting overwhelmed and trying to think of doing it yourself because design is like a sport you know you can build teams and get stuff done quick I I like um, that collaboration you know when someone you getting the brief sorted that's one thing I think with school is you know you you get given a brief and it's got a it's got an end goal to deliver it's quite you and the tutor here it's like you and a whole bunch of mates trying to get to the client's needs as fast as you can essentially <laughs> without without affecting quality it's usually time um, time, time is a is a real factor um, but process is really good for, for time so um, you, you know you can tailor process as well but you gotta do it properly because things will follow out a process if you skip a step it will bite you yeah. uh, I find uh, but you, you know I think it's like a gear thing right like mm-hmm. you, you kind of you can go in first gear or you can go in fourth and, and fast can be good like a deadline can focus the mind it, it can be really good and you'll be surprised like once you're in a zone it's a beautiful thing we don't get briefs it's not a thing we get um, half a problem with no detail (laughs) and the first thing we do is ask a whole bunch of questions to actually understand what the brief is so I would yeah like the the brief is not a thing in my world yeah no one I mean if someone I know I think Sienna could probably talk to this as well, but we basically spend the first part of any project asking questions. I mean, process is really important, and you're right. If you drop a step, yeah. um, it's there's hell to pay. You can speed those steps up, but you can't skip one. Challenge the brief, ask questions because it's going to come and bite you in the end, at the eventually. And so you really need to um, be very confident with saying yeah, but. And where is and what's that and that I don't understand. Can you please clarify? Because people, yeah, I don't get briefs. It's not a thing. We, we don't really get um, proper briefs, briefs either. And I think it's a case of, I guess, that transition from being given a brief at university through to actually helping create one is probably the big difference. So actually 
um, I'm kind of moving into this new phase where I'm part of those conversations around like, what's the scope? Like, well, what do they need help with? How do we get there? And so, yeah, I never get given a brief anymore. And it's just kind of figuring out with the client, like, where do they want to go and how can we help them get there? And what's the best kind of brief to service those needs? Um, and every client is, is really, really different, even if they're both startup clients or if whatever, like their goals and kind of where they want to go can be quite different. And so, yeah, I guess, yeah, the main difference is like being part of creating a brief. There's obligations on the business side too. Like, you know, in university, you, you, you're not you're not on a salary. Uh, so, you know, we, you have obligations as a business to, you know, make sure that the, 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 the problem that the client's giving you and the brief that you do form, which sounds like it's pretty common, um, you know, and the steps that you take to understand all that stuff so you can rationalize your solution into them and the, so they can't argue, uh, key. Um, but, 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 there, but there's also like a business thing on like the our side, you know, where we're like, okay, well, we've got teams and staff and they're all on salaries and we've got obligations to meet the financial thing. So, and they're saying to you, um, you know, do it by this time, we find a lot at South that that they say two weeks, so we deliver and then we give it to them and then they don't say anything for a week. And you're like, wait a minute, like you needed this real quick. So, and, that, and, and meanwhile, you've got like teams sitting around that were supposed to be working on this particular project. So that's quite challenging. Eh? And, um, you know, I guess it's something that, that, that we try to be like alert and, 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 and it's you know, repetitively knock, knock, what's the feedback? You know, it seemed like the meeting went well. I think that, 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 that in between time can be quite hard. And that's very, like, whereas, you know, you go to a tutor, um, they, they give you feedback on where you've got to, you go back and you're on again. So, uh, yeah, a slight adjustment there maybe. It's just kind of like, again, like you're not going to get any feedback. So you have to interrogate them to actually understand um, what their motivations are. So they might come back and say, mm, yeah, not blue. And you're like, why? You're like a two-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a two-year-old and you have to interrogate every single little um, instruction because if you don't, then you won't actually meet the brief. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, like, to that point, it's like they they're not the designers so like you're the designers or the creative people and so you need to guide them on that journey and part of that is that interrogation process and so it's like guiding the conversations guiding the process like you're all on a journey together <laughs> everyone is a little bit visually subjective let me tell you <laughs> they are not they don't just go very rare does someone sit there and go you're amazing i completely trust you um, in a commercial zone, they 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 like you. They've seen your work. They come to see you. They you they know you can deliver. But you have to interrogate them. Like you know, you can say in the brief, like let's go for a warm color, and they're like, yeah. And you you go in with like red, and they go too warm, and you go well, cool. Let's just go, yeah. Or you know, and they're starting to be subjective. You're like, oh my god, I didn't know that about you. And so you're able to adapt it, and that's fun. And it's briefs changed with the psychology of the transaction you have, that you're going through with clients, I, th I find. I think also it's like designers just knowing that like, you know, it's the client's brand at the end of the day. Like they, they come to you for an expertise, but you have to let them in and be part of the process. And like, you can't just expect them to, to like everything off the bat if you're not involving them in the conversations and stuff in the right way. So it's, it's a two way 
it's a two-way conversation. It's a two-way thing. You've got to show them that you you have the expertise, but involve them in a way that they feel like they have a voice in their company and their brand. And I'm just going to go again, <laughs> again. And you know, like I don't know what your guys' degrees are called, but when I did it, it was called a visual communication design degree. And um, you know, that's what we do. We communicate visually. You know, and it might move or it might be in the third dimension, but fundamentally we communicate um, visually. And so it's really important to understand what you're visually communicating. And it's really important to understand what the variables of that is in terms of like what the nuance of um, a step this way or a step that way is. And being able to communicate that to your client and understand what they think that is. You talked about speed. That was one of the questions I had written down. Um, and I think it's just like worries me. A little bit going going in. Yeah, my question is, how do you help that, like you know, speed that process up? I guess. <laughs> I guess like my the, my best ability is to be able to provide an environment where everybody here feels super comfortable. So if they're semi thinking about something that might be a go, I'm like, say it, get it out loud, like so we can interrogate that, look at that, see if it's um <laughs> breakable. Um, you know, and if it doesn't break, then we're like, yo, yo, this is good. Let's run it. So speed it up, um, animate it, you know, bend it, move it, like, you know, mock it up, like get it going as fast as we can to look like, you know, as hyper real and nice as we can so we can sell it. Speed is good. Um, <laughs> in terms of like your education uh, to getting quick, you know, it's like any sport, man, like or any 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 game. Essentially, I'm, I'm using a sport analogy, but 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 you know, practice it, it, make, it gets makes you quick. I remember trying to do something really quick, like a whole lot of volume, like a um, long time ago, and uh, it was like I, I had to, it was stimulus, You'd, you know, when things go into research, and um, I had 20 products to do, and I had two days to do it, and I remember sitting there going, oh my god, I've been thrown a hospital pass, and I did, but it, it's like, um, what are you trying to achieve, like, um, what does the client want to see, it's more like, can I draw these? Can I draw these and convey the idea? Um, if I go to the computer and start crafting it up, that's the wrong thing to do because it's not what they want. Um, so you kind of step back and look at what you're trying to do, I think is the best thing. And um, that, that tends to work, but don't, don't jump on the computer and try and design at 100 miles an hour. It's just like get, get the idea or the concept sorted and then go in, that there's ways to step back before you go in, which is really fast. Like um, drawing is massive, connecting your brain and the idea and conveying it that way, that's what I'd say. Um, I think, at, can we just naturally uh, speedy, but I think Sienna, who works with us, has probably got a better idea of that transition. Um, I think it's also about what you know you're fast at. I'm um, not famous for my attention to detail, and what's slower than doing something a bit slowly is doing it twice because you did it wrong the first time. So I think it's also about cutting yourself a little bit of slack and not trying to speed through it to the point where you have to redo it. Um, but I also think in terms of idea generation and all that, it's about not being scared to do something ugly or do something that's not perfect because that doesn't matter. That's not where you're at in the stage. So it's just like leaning into where you are in the process and taking the time where the time makes sense to take the time and then choosing the other moments to sort of speed it up. So getting a bunch of ideas out that don't have to be perfect and embracing that and then maybe in the art working stage slowing down a bit. Because, um, yeah, 
Um, so yeah, just pretty much choosing where in the process you need to be quick and where maybe you can take it back a notch. Yeah, like just the concept of time and your client, like buying your time, like just figuring out as a team, like where is that time best spent really? It's like what, you know, the opportunity that you're interrogating, like at what stage do you want to spend the most time or, um, and, and I think it all comes down to budget and things, but also like, what does this project mean for the client and for you as a studio? Like, is it, is it worth more time in this particular stage? How do you like scope and break up the project to spend more time in this area and maybe less in this stage? So like, for example, like we're working on a beverage project and um, we're spending a lot of time in the like customer research phase, um, but we're working with an existing brand. So we're actually, it's more about the product innovation rather than creating a whole new brand. So I think it's just, like that whole I think in terms of speed and skills like that just comes with experience and time like I think as a junior there's absolutely no pressure to like whip something up quick without actually thinking about it like and and going through your mental kind of process um it's all about like learning the studio process the tools that they have to help you get to that place so like we have like mood board templates and like presentation templates is getting used to like the tools that your studio provides to help you get to um, that kind of end result and actually yeah I'm not I'm not um, bothered about someone being quick at something especially at a junior level I think it's like growing into your role kind of growing with the team and the processes that they have um, I think just being involved is the most important thing to me and to me, speed doesn't really kind of um, come into that in the first stage. I think just you will naturally get quicker at certain parts of the process as you grow as a designer. Yeah. And I'll just I'll just add to that in terms of speed, like anyone. Well, I think when you've been doing it for as long as Ryan and I have done, <laughs> like I I could literally like put something together super fast. Like I could probably do it in a couple of hours and. T- put it in marker and it would be okay um so speed is great um but the thing is that if you do that it's not going to be interesting to you or to your audience because actually where the time takes is like back to that breaking it thing like so so know what's happening out there um be aware of trends um and take your time at that point where you think you're really happy with it and check yourself and and then break it a little bit and turn it upside down and put it in the bin and then get it back out and wipe the coffee stains off it and then really kind of like um, take the time at that moment as well because I think as um, young designers um, you're going to be under a lot of pressure but as to have a long career in this industry you've got to make sure that you can do both of those things you're going to have to be fast and you have to be nimble it's just a fact because we're all like really stretched for time and um, we're all busy. But make sure you recognize that moment in time where you can do something fast and realize why you're doing it. Mm. And um, if you're doing it because it's easy, then stop. So you can look at like the short term time of like getting a task done and like obviously getting faster at that is important. But if you're looking at like your career, like it's a marathon, not a sprint. So like you don't need to know everything like off the bat. Um, like you've, I think if you're open to just like going on the run or the journey for like a long period of time, you're automatically just more open to like making mistakes and learning from them. But if you're so focused on being perfect as soon as you leave, like I think like striving for perfection, um, wait, how do I word this? Because it's good to like strive for like excellence, but perfection is something different. And I think just 
the concept of time you can look at it as like your whole career and then you can look at it as in like a task so I think delineating those two is kind of helpful. So say if a brief comes into the studio and it's just like really tight like the best thing you can really do is get a whole lot of people together like um, people um, working in silos doesn't work like imagine that like you get a very tight timeline and then um, it's just you with no one else that that's suicide like if you get everyone together and talk about it and kind of work it out um, the scope or whatever um, it always works out better and you feel supported like um, as a junior going into a studio and having to do something like that that sounds horrible we like multitasking too so like we do naming sort of sessions sometimes and like everyone's still working and we're just yelling out dialogue while we're going but this one but that one you know you, you I, if you can do that then that's great yeah, work while you're working. Okay. Okay, on that slightly terrifying <laughs> exam. No, on that slightly terrifying note, I do think we have. Um, I'm just actually going to stand up so I can see everybody and say hi. Um, and I do think that's kind of that's been a solid session, guys. Yeah. So, um, in terms of all the thank yous, I will say thank you again to our awesome panel. There's been just awesome gems in amongst all of that. And uh, so thank you, Phoebe. Thank you, Tana. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Sam. That's just been awesome. And thank you so much. Um, Sam for being such a gracious host with sausages and drinks and quite frankly a really bloody beautiful you you put the weather on too it was awesome so thank you for that oh yeah no it's been gorgeous and thanks to the educators who came too and brought your students along and thanks to all of you guys the students for coming as well considering I all know that there are deadlines <laughs> sorry to take you there sorry I shouldn't have taken you there yeah yeah pretend like they're not happening for another half an hour or so um, you can have a you know chat to somebody chat to each other you're all from different institutions you can actually you know moan about your tutors to somebody else and um, you wouldn't do that no 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 I was just looking at us um, so yeah I mean thanks again for coming and making it a beautiful evening and thanks in particular obviously to Louise and Design Assembly for doing what you do best which is bring us all together and have a kōrero so thank you it's beautiful. Thanks. Nice one. Thanks. Wicked. Oh, well, let's have a drink and hang out for a minute. Give them a clap. Go on. Yay. <laughs>